There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mr. Masuda, I don't feel so good. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only... Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Puckle! Puckle. And welcome to the 393rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my exhausted co-host, uh, the one, the only, the fluffiest whimsicott. Hi, everyone. And of course, we've got our Sigma as well. Hello. Uh, so welcome to the show. Uh, this is the Puckle Podcast, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, which is a nonsensical name that I came up with in a basement in 2007 when I was 16 years old, but we kept it because of branding. <laughs> but here we talk everything from the trading card game to the video game to pretty much anything in the franchise. So if you're new, welcome to the show. If you're old, welcome back and keep on listening. I hope you're not tired of me yet. And... <laughs> I mean, it's been it's been a week. I think we can all say that. Um, <laughs> I think I think we can all absolutely say it's been a week. I don't know what we call this movement um, that's happening right now in the Pokemon world. I, we'll we'll talk about it definitely more in depth in the topic section today. Um, we'll, we'll probably open up with some more lighthearted stuff and stuff that we did or other times in the week that weren't related to crying um, in, in the fetal position, and. We can then we'll go into some news about E3. There's some cool stuff that came out of E3 uh, re- concerning Pokemon, and then we'll, we'll go into Poke Quiz. We'll jump into the topic today, where we're going to discuss um, the hashtag Bring Back National Dex movement or uh, Dexit, whatever anybody wants to call it. Uh, I'm not sure it has like a unified <laughs> name yet. It probably will. This this thing's been crazy. And then we'll wrap things up with a Pokemon of the episode, and we'll take it home with a mailbag and hear everybody else's thoughts. So. Let's, uh, let's jump into it then. Uh, how's everything been other than, other than like the whole Dexit catastrophe where that's definitely taken up a lot of our time this week? Well, I, I pulled a Dexit out of my parents' house and I moved <laughs> to my own place. <laughs> that's good. And that's good. That is very good. I had been waiting for that for a long time. And then I got obsessed with Good Omens again, like mm-hmm. after the book ages ago. So. I got kind of distracted from Pokemon for a little while. The, the then... Amazon Prime series? Is that what we're talking about? Yes. Yeah, okay. And then Pokemon happened again, and it I, happened. Got, <laughs> I got super hype. And then I woke up one morning, and the staff chat in our Discord had exploded. And I was like, why? And I checked it out, and I was like, oh, no. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, you were you were good like fifteen hours removed. Yeah, <laughs> when it happened, I was just like, uh oh. Yeah, with 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 all the moving stuff, mm-hmm. I I was tired and I went to bed early, like right after the direct. I just 
clicked everything off. Yeah, I can so, see that. Yeah, I missed the entire evening and the night, and then I woke up and 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 the yep. sky was falling. Uh, and and the Pokemon community self destructed. Uh. <laughs> it was kind of great because they didn't even realize what happened until a couple hours later. I know. Yeah, really- I, I think that was the big thing. But we again, we'll, we'll get there later. How about you, Sigma? How's 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 things? How you holding up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing okay at this point. Uh, been collecting some of our summer league gym badges. Oh yeah, how that? How many you have so far? Met three so far. I'm three and four in my battle stuff. So probably gonna play some more very soon. So yeah, that's good. That's good. Do you have mine? I probably have mine. I, think I do have, have yours. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah, I did the same thing. Uh, the so like in in not depressing news, we did do that Pokemon Black Nuzlocke. And it had a surprisingly large, like, viewership. I, I'd have to say, like, so, like, doing the battle streams is fun. I did change it up a little bit this past week where, like, I, I jumped into general chat, voice chat on Discord to have people in the chat while we were doing it. And I think that kind of enhanced the experience for a lot of people, especially Dennis. I think he, <laughs> he, he particularly <laughs> enhanced that, enhanced that session. Um, that was a lot of fun doing it with Dennis. Uh, we have a lot of people doing Summer League this year, though. I have not, I don't remember ever having enough during, like, my two hour slot that I had to, like, turn people down. That, like, this has been happening consistently, not just for me, but for other gym leaders as well. Because, like, people are just, like, jump... Like, they'll have, like, a line of, like, six, seven people when it comes in. And then you know there's going to be, like, those two, three people that are just going to bring, like, something super stally. Yep, and that's 40 minutes right there each. And that's 40 minutes. Like, it's just a problem. Maybe that's the balance that they were talking about at Game Freak. Um, But... Man, that's bad jokes. These are bad taste. I shouldn't say these things. Um, <laughs> um, but the other thing is we did the, we did that Pokemon Black Nuzlocke and like it was its own kind of fun. Like I really enjoyed like the people that showed up. Like people were talking like enough about things and it was just fun to chit chat and like get to play Pokemon Black again. And I, I think we might make this a more regular thing. I really like it. Like I want to say that I want to say like let's make it a Thursday thing, but then Puckle Cons this week. <laughs> and so that like throws off my Thursday because Shamu showing up Thursday night. Maybe Shamu could be there like while we're doing it or something. Uh, that could be fun. But yeah, I want like let's let's roughly say Thursday, but don't hold me to it. How about that? Because it was a, it was a good time. I actually had a lot of fun doing that with everybody. Unfortunately, like it's it's late for Europe, so a lot of Europeans didn't show up. Yeah, I'm sorry, Whimsicott. You you probably would have enjoyed it too. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we are trying to put it up on the YouTube so everyone can catch up with it. Yeah. So it should be up. I think you said like Tuesday, you're thinking? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a Patreon, uh, if you're a patron backer, I think I threw it in the Patreon chat as well. So you guys can get, you can get a look at it early. Other than that, though, I think, uh, I mean, that, I mean, that's kind of what I've been working on. I've been doing that. Uh, I'm trying to make myself not sad and, uh, <laughs> keep on keeping on. <laughs> All right. I mean, this is this is pretty short because it was it was. I mean, obviously, something took over my week um, <laughs> that we're not talking about. So let's kick it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. And welcome to the news in the news. We've got a good chunk of information to talk about because, I mean, E3 showed more than just the 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 hopelessness that is Dexit uh, or introduced that to the community. We actually got some cool things. Like, I would I would say if you watch the Treehouse presentation, 
for Sword and Shield. The first 21, 24 minutes of that, fantastic. I was so hyped watching that. And then, like, they crush you at the end. But there, there is some really cool stuff. So let, let's just go and jump into it real quick. So, uh, first, um, let's, let's just get, I mean, cause there was, there was a lot that happened here. Uh, we got, we got <laughs> two new Pokemon, uh, from the demo. We got, uh, Impidimp, which is a dark fairy type Pokemon that literally just looks like a pink Sableye. That's, that's what it reminds me of. I'm not going to lie. It's just like, he has Sableye. a massive nose. If you've seen the side shot, he does have a massive nose. Uh, and he's got like a little ponytail that looks like a bat wing. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cute. Um, so like he, he's got some, he's got some appeal there. <laughs> he's pretty great. And so Blime hates him despite being a dark fairy type. So that's also, I mean, fun. Sublime's going through some stuff right now. Okay. Let's- <laughs> I'm not going through as much stuff as Sublime. And I still think that that is so much wasted potential for that typing. I think Just so. Wait. We, we, this it could evolve. Form. It could evolve. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. I would also not be surprised if it didn't. It's still going to, like, keep elements of that design. It's still going to look yes. like something from a campy 70s anime. Yes, that's <laughs> true. Uh, I mean, in, in better news, we got Yamper, the electric corgi, that has an ability that's absolutely stupid called Ball, ball Get or Ball Fetch. Um, and he actually runs out. And if you if you don't catch a Pokemon with a Pokeball, he'll go pick up the Pokeball. Oh my gosh, I didn't know this. That's so cute. Yeah, uh, I mean it's cute. It's really cute. It's kind of it's kind of pointless, but it's cute. I will say that. <laughs> I mean, if we have limited Kurt Balls again, that's mm-hmm. not the worst ability. Uh, you're assuming we get Kurt Balls, man. I, I I'm being hopeful here. That's that's pretty hopeful in my opinion, because even like yeah, because like I mean they were just limited in Sun and Moon. Uh, I'm happy they made it back, though. Like, I'm really happy they made it back. Oh, yeah. I would love for them to not be limited again, though. Because uh, yeah. they're, they're just cool Pokeballs in general. They're just really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but yeah, we have that. And th- there's some other cool stuff that's coming out of this. Like, Dynamax, we got more information on Dynamax. It doesn't look to be, like, as broken as everybody was scared it was going to be with, like, boosting stats and stuff. It looks like it only boosts HP uh, and maybe minimally boosts stats. But we do get our max moves, which can actually do some really cool stuff like um, max fire or max flare and max geyser, the fire and water type ones. When they're used, not only do they do damage, but they also activate rain and sunshine. That's really cool. Max lightning lays electric terrain. Max overgrowth, uh, the grass one, activates grassy terrain. That is really cool. <laughs> this, I, I'm really upset because like this is this is fixing a problem that already exists, but isn't going to be a problem if they're trying to do balance without the national decks. <laughs> like it yeah, really it's does. Like, the top was our unbalanced because they're the only ones who set terrain, and now everyone sets terrain, but the top is are gone anyway. Yeah, isn't that so sad? It makes no sense. Kind of. I I do like this because it does. Uh, I mean, mechanics wise, this is so interesting to me because this really does change how Pokemon's played to an extent. Because if you look at it, you can, uh, everybody can Dynamax. I, there's no confirmation that it requires an item. So anybody as of right now can Dynamax on your team. So you have that fluidity of like, oh man, in this battle, I really could use this kind of support and you can Dynamax one of your Pokemon. I mean, if this is true, I think it's a really cool fluid way and it does actually change the way competitive battling would work. Mm. Yeah, and you can just imagine, like, someone Dynamaxing and trying to set terrain, and their opponent saying, oh, 
then I have to Dynamax and gain terrain control or weather control. Exactly. Yep. And those, like, four or five turns are just super crazy and super hype. Yeah, it's just, the problem is, this is going to be, like, a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? It's going to be a very reactionary meta in that sense, I guess. And it's just going to be, can you deal something with it fast enough? I guess is probably my thought. This is a really cool way to change things up, though. That might be good. I, I do like this, though. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, it might I'm, be ju- good. I'm only a little scared that it might devolve to Gen Five. That's that's my only <laughs> that's my only worry is it might devolve to Gen Five meta where like it was w- constant weather wars. Uh, granted, it's not infinite weather anymore. It's not infinite weather, and the Dynamaxing only lasts three turns anyway. So yeah, that's true. So this might be more balanced. Yeah, it's going to be more like there's a really crazy section in the middle of the battle. And whoever is left standing on the field afterward when the dust clears is going to have to deal with the ending of the battle. So you're actually like dividing the battle into three sections and you're going to have to have Pokemon for all of those three sections, which is actually kind of cool. And it's going to add to team building. It's going to be really interesting. And I think it does. I think it really does add depth. I'm not going to lie. Like, despite everything that I've seen and they're removing from these games so far. Um, like this is, this is like, I, I don't want to say the silver lining, but this is like, um, this is the, uh, this is the powdered sugar you can, um, put on top of, uh, I, I this is really bad. I shouldn't, I, I'm done. You put powdered sugar on top of something that maybe doesn't taste so good. <laughs> There's a reference for it in theology with, uh, with, uh, Martin Luther. Uh, and I, if somebody's, if somebody's well-versed enough, you might know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> it has to do with snow and a particular substance. Um. So okay, um, we'll yeah, take it. Yes, we'll just we're just gonna leave it there. Uh, I mean, other than that, though, I think it's actually really really interesting in that in that regard. Um, I mean, Dynamax is really cool. We got a couple new Pokemon, which I think is really cool. They showed off the Wild Area at E three, which actually, I mean, it looks semi fluid. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of arguments that like the animations look garbage. <coughs> Wingle. <coughs> yeah, let's not let's not get too into it, but yeah, kind of. I mean, we, we've got a couple issues. The other thing that was really cool, though, was the raid battles. Like, the raid battle, like I like I said last week, I really think raid battles are the thing that Pokemon needed the most. Because you get yeah. this really cool cooperative experience in Pokemon, and you can go battle with your friends in a cooperative environment, and you just have a ton of fun. Yeah, I just remember, like, the first PuckleCon, like, sitting on your couch and watching everyone play Splatoon together. And yeah. I thought, this is what Nintendo is about. Exactly. I mean, that, I mean, that's the real thing. That's the greatest thing. Like, I'm super excited. Um, hopefully, like, it doesn't sour the game enough for a lot of people, but we can at least go and do, like, raid battles and stuff. And I'm, I mean, we'll, we'll, again, we'll get to it later. I've got so much to say, like, about, like, the main topic today, and I don't want to, like, sprinkle it all through the episode with, like, depression. But no, I have some ideas that could pertain to that, which I think would be really, really cool and give you like a really cool uh, living game. Um, so uh, other than that, I, I mean, I don't know that there was too much other news because I mean, my my week was very. Oh, the, the one thing that did happen is GoFest had like a really bad storm this past weekend on Saturday and it, they had to shut down GoFest in Chicago. And it's going the people that were there on Saturday are getting like a free extra day of it next weekend, uh, Saturday, June 22nd. Um, wherever they are, they're just going to get like a crazy amount of like extra stuff. Oh, that's nice. Um, just, yeah, the attendees to go fest. It's just going to be great. Good for them. That helps them out a lot. I assume. Yep. They also got their Jirachi early. So yeah, on them. 
Uh, they haven't they haven't dropped the the special research yet. I'm also really disappointed that like we're getting the special research so sparsely integrated right now. Because like when it first came out, like in the first year, we had like a ton of it, mm-hmm. and as of late, it feels like it's just slowed down very very much. So yeah, I wish they did more with like they did with Spiritomb. Yeah, that was so cool. I was a fan. Yeah, I was a fan. Uh, the other thing is, uh, I guess, I guess a little bit of a little extra stuff. If you go to the movie in Japan, there's a really cool armored Mewtwo card that you can get, uh, and it shows Mewtwo's new armored, where he's just Doctor Octopus, but Mewtwo, and or, or Scorpion Mewtwo. I don't know what I don't know what to call him. They they like really enhanced his armor though <laughs> from the original from the original movie. Everything else is the same except for this armor. I swear. Uh, other than that, though, I think that is it uh, in terms of Puckle. If you want to keep on doing Summer League, come on down to Summer League over at the Discord server. We miss you guys. Come and play. It'll be a lot of fun. We promise. Uh, also, come and, come and watch me Nuzlocke and cry a little bit. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that is it for the news, and we're going to kick things over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. <laughs> And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Uh, so if for those of you who are new, this is the segment of the show where we quiz your co-hosts, both together as a team, on their Pokemon knowledge. They get to answer questions together. They are racing against their fellow co-hosts in a race to 30 points to win $20 of Public credit at our Public store. So they can buy t-shirts, you know, whatever. I don't know what you guys want to buy. Whatever you want to buy, you can go get it for $20. Uh, supplement the rest. Uh <laughs> Uh, but the this, shipping in my case. Uh, <laughs> uh, and if you are new, so uh, it, it's a great show. We're going to have five questions where we're going to ask them Pokemon themed trivia. These are all coming from our Discord server because Thatch's internet went out and he did not have time to actually properly put together the questions today. And we are talking about all Pokemon questions. These are all from our Discord server. You guys can go to our Discord server there and put trivia. And if it's good, we'll we'll ask it on the show more than likely. So... If you guys are ready, before I begin, this segment is brought to you by the AnimeGravy.com store, where you can go check out a bunch of cool anime prints that they have there. I, I forgot how many they have, but I know they have a Green Tauros poster and a really cool Professor Oak Wants You poster. So if you want some they more They have Pokemon a lot. Swag, they have a lot of stuff. They have a lot, and I would mention it's Pride Month. They have oh, that's true. many, many cool Pride designs. I just recently bought one, so you might want to do the same. Yeah, so AnimeGravy.com. We love those guys. Uh, so moving forward, though, we have some questions. Uh, I hope they're not too hard because I'm kind of just picking them out of Discord as we go. So here we go. Question number one is going to come from... Uh, actually, we're not going to ask that one. Um, <laughs> question number one is going to come from Lord Corbinick, And he wants to know... What Pokemon learns no normal type moves through level up, breeding, or TM? I think there's multiple answers to this, actually. But go ahead. G- go try to answer that question. If you give me any of them, I'll probably accept it. Ooh. Hmm. No normal type moves. Through level up, TM. Breeding. No way. Like, it just doesn't learn it. If a pre-evolution knows it. Does Wobbuffet learn any normal type moves? I feel like it learns Tickle. But that might be fairy type now. Encore. It learns Encore. That's definitely normal type. Oh, right. 
Uh, I was thinking Cosmoum, but I don't know if the splash that Cosmog has counts. Yeah, if it's from pre-evolutions, it counts. Okay, so yeah. It's not Cosmo. Hmm. Tynamo definitely has something, right? It has right? takedown, I'm pretty sure. Tynamo has takedown? I feel like that's the one attack move it gets other than charge. Caller me surprised. It has four attacks. Let's see. It has to be something nonsensical like that, though. Weedle? Weedle actually... You know what? That that sounds plausible. Okay, I'm, I'm fine with Weedle, because it gets poison sting instead of tackle. Exactly. Like the other bugs get. So, Weedle is correct. Weedle only gets like five moves in this move pool, by the way. Um, bug bite, gets, electroweb, string shot. Uh, yeah, poison sting, string shot, bug bite, and oh, and electroweb. It's only four moves. I lied. Only four moves. Uh, so yeah, it does not get any normal type moves. It's the only Pokemon incapable of learning any normal type moves. Wow. So <laughs> that's one point for you guys. There you go. Yeah, just look at look at. That's a good question. Okay, so another question asking about a unique Pokemon. Which Pokemon, other than Golisopod, can learn first impression? This is from Swampertata. Psyduck. Or not Psyduck, it's Farfetch'd, I think. Yes, that sounds about right. Farfetch'd is correct. Uh, Farfetch'd is, uh, is the only one that can learn first impression, because it's Farfetch'd, and he needed some cool stuff, I guess. Maybe, they, they I don't tried know. I love them. doing trivia with Sigma. <laughs> <laughs> So the next question is the Pokedex, who's that Who's that Pokemon entry? And hopefully I did not ruin it. So in its platinum en- entry, they appear when the snow flowers bloom. When the petals fall, they retreat to places unknown again. Who's that Pokemon? Hmm. Wow. So probably an ice type. Um. Yeah, I want to say something like Snowfur because... Yeah, because the grass... Kind of. Yeah, thing. they're grass eyes, and they live on Mount Coronet. Is that Mount Coronet? Yeah? Yeah, well, north of Mount Coronet, I think. Yeah, yeah I knew something about Snow. Who knew? Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, snow flowers usually bloom at the very end of winter, so maybe Snowver would get there a bit before, but it's not like Pokedex entries make a lot of naturalistic sense, so. <laughs> so what's your answer? I mean, I would go for Snover, but uh, Sigma has nope, been carrying us so far, so if he has a better option... Uh, that's as good as I got. It's one of those two ice grass, probably. So, uh, Snover is technically incorrect, but I'll give you the point because it's a bomb of snow, so it's, it's the same Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so I'll give you the point. I think that one's fair. Uh, so this next question comes from Bobosophus. Um, so you guys are three for three right or Yeah, three for three right now. Good on you. So this next question comes from Bo. And he wants to know, uh, everyone knows and loves the epic story that is Pokemon Adventures, uh, <laughs> the manga. The red, blue, yellow, and gold, silver crystal arc lasts 14 volumes. At what volume are we introduced to yellow? And at what volume are we introduced to gold? So yellow actually appears in the very first volume. She's a small child that witnesses one of Red's battles in um in like before he leaves i think something like that mm-hmm. like she has a cameo way before we are actually introduced to her so i think she appears in the first volume okay i'll go with you on that now do you think it gold shows up at the halfway point or do you think it's a little further like a uh, volume eight or nine uh, I think it's further along because like uh, the yellow saga takes up a, a decent chunk of it okay so I I I, I want to say that gold shows up 
but huh. Let me see. It's been a long while since I read that. Like, I could see Gold Silver being, like, five volumes long or six volumes long, so maybe nine. Yeah, uh, but, like, Crystal is not counted in those 14 volumes, right? What do you mean? Uh, you said Red... I don't think there was a Crystal manga. Like, there wasn't a Crystal chapter. She was just put into the story, maybe? Or shows up in the story later? Uh, I mean, she she has her own story. I will make that but... clear. I, I mean, I, I'll kind of make that clarification, yeah. I, I mean, she doesn't have, like, there's not, like, a distinct, like, crystal manga part. Yeah, it's not, like, red, blue, then yellow, or ruby, sapphire, okay. then emerald, I believe they have. Yeah. But... So, actually, I, I would say, yeah, either nine or ten. Okay, I like nine. Yeah, let's go with nine. Okay, uh, you got uh, the answer correct on the first one. Yellow does show up at the first manga, uh, volume of the manga. Uh, Bosephus is incorrect. He actually wrote uh, manga episode four because that's when the yellow arc begins. Oh, okay. Uh, but you are absolutely correct that yellow shows up in, in the first volume. And what volume are we introduced to gold is it's actually eight, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, so it is it, half it, and it, half. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like it's half and half because I think the red, blue, yellow saga only goes one through seven and then gold, crystal, silver goes... Um, all from eight to fourteen. That's I have the I have the box set right here actually. So. <laughs> I was thinking maybe red, blue, yellow lasted a volume or two longer just because it entitled or encapsulated yeah. three stories. Yeah. Or two exactly stories because I, I I remember yellow's story being fairly long. It was yeah. fairly long. It's because the red, blue, yellow one or the red, blue, green one is only like one through three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then enough. you like switch to yellow at four, and it just goes because the yellow story is fairly long. Yeah it, yeah, it sounds like it's longer than red and blue. <laughs> yeah, it, it is very long. All right, so our next question is going to be a base stat question as usual. And this one comes from Liger. What grass type Pokemon has the lowest base attack of all grass type Pokemon? Hmm. Interesting. Um. You do have the hint, but you can still cash it in. I will. I will yeah. say. Uh, you can still cash it in. This is one of those weird. This is one of those weird things because you still got the question right without the bonus point. Yeah. So okay. so you can in fact still cash it in. I do want to make that clarification because I think that was an issue once when I wasn't on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was. <laughs> I'm partial to Sunkern. Oh yeah, it's Sun- definitely Sunkern. Sun- is a special kind of horrible Pokemon. So <laughs> I, you, you're absolutely right. I was thinking there was one grass type Pokemon that was completely useless. It has to be Sunkern. Is Sunkern the final answer, or I can't think of anything else. We're talking lowest base attack, right? Yeah, physical yeah. attack. It has to be Sunkern. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Sunkern is unfortunately incorrect. Ooh. Uh, Sunkern's got base 30 all along. Badoo? Just, um, Badoo. It's actually Cottony. Oh. At uh, 27. What? Yeah. My baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that gives you guys still five points today. You did pretty good there. Um, so, or not five, uh, four points today. You got four points yeah. today. Yeah. I, I did my math wrong. I'm bad at math. So that changes up the standings pretty significantly uh, because everybody's so close and it makes me so happy when that happens. Everybody's like within a game of each other, which which just makes me so happy because it's close. Nobody's blown anybody out of the water. So in first place, we have Linian with 15 points. Tied for second right now, we have Sublime and R Sigma with 13 points. In fourth, we've got Dr. Shamu with 10. In fifth, We've got Seth Vilo and Whimsicott tied with seven points. But then we've got in seventh place tied, we've got Basket and Snag with four points. And then bringing up the rear, Scrawn and Jushiro are both sitting at three. So that is it for this segment of Puckles Poke Quiz. Tune in next week. Well, probably not next week, but tune in 
in two weeks <laughs> for another edition of Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We are going to take a short break and be right back at you with the topic. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, PucklePodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Pokalonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash PucklePodcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at patreon.com slash PucklePodcast. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be the hashtag uh, bring back national decks, hashtag Dexit, whatever, whatever they're calling it now. Uh, by them, I, I'm I'm also technically somewhat included into this movement, but uh, there there is a movement um, because what happened at E3 this week, for those of you who are unaware, uh, it was revealed at the end of the Treehouse, which is probably, I have feelings about the way they talked about this as well, that Pokemon Home will no longer be able to, um, well, not no longer, but Pokemon Home will not be able to transfer Pokemon to Sword and Shield unless those Pokemon are in the Galar regional decks. And now why that's a big deal is because every Pokemon game has a regional decks. Uh, ever since the first generation, like regional decks, eh. national decks was the regional decks in yeah. Gen 1. No, there was a regional decks Gen technically in Jodo. Awkward. Gen 2 is awkward, but it had a regional decks, to, technically. <laughs> it, techni- it technically had a regional decks. The regional decks also can- included all of the Pokemon. Uh, the, the problem is it was just like a different decks order. Yeah, it was a big uh, thing Gen 3 going onward, where you actually did have the yes. regional decks and the national decks. And you would do certain things to unlock the national decks. Yeah. And I think that was probably the bigger thing, is that the national decks existed, and um, that you could transfer all of your Pokemon. Like in Sun and Moon, we didn't have the national decks. This is the first game that the national decks didn't really exist. Um, and there's more on that later. <laughs> But there is no national decks in Pokemon Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Moon. But you can still transfer all of your Pokemon from Pokemon Bank into Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. They, they can handle all of the Pokemon, except for the ones that are like specific to those games, right? Like uh, Blissephalon, Stackataka, uh, and not- Naganadel, Poipol, and Zeraora can only go to Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. But you could essentially just transfer every Pokemon uh, that ever existed into Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. These are, you know, th- this has been kind of the standard for Pokemon games. For the past 17 years, the last time this something like this has happened was the transition from Gen 2 to 3, and that's because there were just hardware limitations that people did find a way around, I think, actually inevitably. Uh, granted, it was probably just not in the time frame that Game Freak was able to figure out a solution. So uh, it, that was the last time this happened, and it didn't go very well for Nintendo, just like as a history lesson. It did not go very well for Game Freak and the Pokemon company. Um, it was also coupled with like Pokemon running out as a fad. Um, or like losing its star status immediately. Um, and you had Gen 3 just become the worst selling games of all time, which is really sad to think about. Uh, Ruby and Sapphire didn't sell that well. And Emerald is also, as we learned last week in the trivia segment, the worst selling Pokemon game. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's very interesting to think about that. Like they were kind of living through that again to an extent and that Game Freak didn't really. I don't want to say they didn't learn from their lesson. I feel like they're just trying to make it happen with a different spin, right? Uh, so the the reasons that they gave for only allowing Galar Pokemon in is they said that the models were taking a long time to make, so it was very difficult to give these Pokemon life and new animations that they didn't already have that they didn't have previously, 
and they were editing these models and it was just taking too much time and there's over a thousand forms of Pokemon that already exist. So it's just too much work to do that for every single Pokemon. And the the Pokemon community has just kind of erupted. Like you, you have people on both sides of the argument and I don't think, I don't know, I there aren't too many people in a happy middle and I don't know that there is a happy middle in this scenario of like, this is where you need to be. Um, but I really just want to break this down because I've just seen so much, so much animosity. I think that's the word I want to use mm-hmm. in the Pokemon community. And like, let's break this down and just like get into it. Um, so, so personally, um, I, I am, I absolutely am disappointed by this decision on Game Freak's behalf. Um, I am going to assume that what they said is the correct reasoning why they were doing this. Um, they did say balance and I think the balance, the balance thing is somewhat uh, poo-poo. <laughs> it's not great since they already control VGC as it is. Yeah, I don't think what I don't think that argument really stands up. I think it was kind of like a throwaway argument that they kind of just threw in there to kind of give themselves more reasons other than hey, we didn't have time to finish this. Because I doubt it's we don't want Incineroar in battle spot doubles. Uh, I, I, I mean, doubt that's what they're. I doubt that's what they balancing. were thinking. Yeah, I mean, if they were talking about balancing, they've really, they really uh, messed up the game. Uh, I would say in Gen Six, um, <laughs> and just, yeah, let's say just Gen Six because it, when we get to Mega Rayquaza, like all the all 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 the gloves are off, right? I don't know. Mega Salamence was the wrong step too. Uh, that's true. I I mean, so also confirmed. We we should say this as well. Megas are main, are not making a return in Sword and Shield. And Z moves are not making a re- are not making a return to Sword and Shield, and I'm kind of okay with Z moves. That felt like a very cultural thing from the and looks of. I, th- I think, yeah, exactly. I, I think, I, I think I understand where they're coming from, like removing both of those. Um, I think it's really poopy to remove Megas because Megas have become so integrate ingrained with the Pokemon that they they come from, right? Um, I'd nice. say I'd say little Timmy, if he likes Agron, also really likes Mega Agron. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a really big problem on their part. I mean, they finally gave them dex entries and sun and moon as well. Yeah, which is really weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, they they like did. I I'm just really confused and surprised by this whole thing. Like I I have so many like I'm very confused. I feel like this it semi came out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we had just gotten the Pokemon Home announcement two weeks prior, which I think makes it an even worse thing to just come out of nowhere is they yeah. came out with this pokemon home trip uh announcement and they're like we know the relationships between you and your pokemon are really important we want to give you a way to keep those relationships going and uh they explained it as almost just pokebank 2.0 with some training features um i think that might be where the problem lies is like they did that and it kind of feels like two weeks later like here let's stab you in the back Mm-hmm. After we give exactly. you that, um, I, I mean that. I mean, also, if you go back and you look, there was a whole Nintendo, a Pokemon Direct on Pokemon Bank back in 2013. It came out September 2013. It was really cool. That was the episode. That was like the direct that made me go, man. I really want to make sure we do Puckle right. And that's yeah. when like Bo and I did a whole episode on on Pokemon Bank and how exciting that concept was because they announced it as a way that you can carry your Pokemon with you for the rest of your life, essentially. And that you could pass your Pokemon down to your children, essentially, <laughs> which is a really like yeah. really awesome thing, and like speaks of the eternal, speaks of what Pokemon is, and I like that announcement super hype. And Pokemon Home was sounding to be like even better than Pokemon Bank because you could trade on your phone and stuff like that. 
Uh, they, they really just slowed this momentum down saying like, yeah, you can't transfer things from home, which are making people make memes of Pokemon home be called being called Pokemon retirement home <laughs> or <laughs> because there's no way to go back from home to bank. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. And, and that's I think that's also another problem. Like there must be more to home that they're just not telling us. Fingers crossed, but uh, if I, I don't there have faith. More... I don't have. They should have mentioned it. I agree. I yeah. mean, exactly. I would love to see Dream World like functionality where there's a couple Flash games on there or something. But yeah, knows? I yeah, I, I think they should do something like that. Have something where we can say, "Oh, hey, I think this is a good idea. I think this is a bad idea." X Y Z, right? Um, and we can't make a real a real good judgment here. Like I, like again, like I said, I am disappointed in this decision. Um. I, I am very, I, like, I struggled with accepting it. Um, I've accepted that it's happening. I don't know exactly how I feel entirely, but, um, I mean, uh, I mean, the things we talked about in the news, Pokemon Sword and Shield looks amazing outside of this, right? Yeah. Uh, which, that which, was... which I think hurts even more, honestly. Uh, <laughs> cause these games. I don't know. Yeah, cause go... I, I, like, my perspective on this is, I never, I never told you this. Yeah. But, yo, go ahead. For the past few years, Every time I thought about the future of Pokemon beyond, like, two or three years in the future, there was a part of me that thought, but at one point, it's just going to have to stop. Because you can't possibly have more than a thousand Pokemon. You can't sell people a game where they have to collect over a thousand Pokemon. The next few generations are going to have... Fewer and fewer and fewer Pokemon added to the Pokedex, and then it's just going to die out. Which, thinking back about it now, is just a very dumb thing to think, because Pokemon is a company, and it needs to keep growing. It can't plan to die out. So, this, like, putting only a certain amount of Pokemon into the next game, and the game after that, is actually a very simple solution to that which means the franchise can go on forever there are so many people who work in that company and whose livelihood depends on that company and they want to keep making all the giant piles of money they've been making so far and so yeah i was initially very disappointed but i realized this is like probably a necessary evolution that Pokemon needed to go through and it sucks right now and it it's bad and it hurts but maybe this is the price we have to pay to have Pokemon for another 20 years so I semi agree with you um I think the, the I think where I might disagree with that sentiment just a little bit is that uh, I think I think it's a misrepresentation of what Pokemon kind of means to a lot of people right I think so. So something I've learned about humans in general, like in terms of franchises that people follow and stuff like that, people really like continuity. Like they they absolutely love continuity. You make any kind of continuity and it's just perfect. And so if we go into the future and you think about you think about Pokemon, I think one of the biggest hallmarks of the Pokemon franchise, especially these past 17 years, has been that Pokemon are uh the the characters the creatures themselves are semi immortal in, in terms of like how they're inserted into the game how they're inserted into the world yeah and i think when you go ahead and you start saying well certain pokemon aren't going to show up in certain places now right or at least in the games i think you start to ruin that continuity and you have a continuity break uh in, in that sense 
And I mean, I mean for me, for me that I don't like that. I, I, I don't like that feeling. Um, I, I can understand where you're coming from again. Like, yeah, it needs to happen at some point. Maybe um, I'm going to say maybe because I, I think that it can be future proofed to an extent, because if we look at uh, you can say like, well, if they spend more time on actually making the world look good and making like the make it making the graphics pretty and stuff like that, that the Pokemon games are going to do much better, probably. Uh, I I disagree because if you look at the if you look at the demo right now they got a I think the biggest meme on the internet right now is they've got yeah. uh, a tree in there that looks like it's straight out of Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yes, I've seen and, that. Yes, and I mean, granted, we can say g- gameplay footage not final, but this game's coming out in five months, guys. Uh, it's coming yeah. out in five months. There's not going to be that much improvement. Um, Definitely, and I, I think that's something that a lot of people have. I, I don't know. A lot of people have taken issue with that, right? I think Pokemon gets a low bar to pass, and it's literally got to catch them all. <laughs> like, I think that's, uh, from a lot of fans, like, that is the bar it's got to pass. And that's fair enough. It, it's a low bar. And I, I maybe this is just something where we talk, we're, we're discussing what Game Freak's priorities should be, and maybe they're misaligned here, right? Um, I think there's a, there's a good place for them. A lot of people are just like, well, Pokemon should just go back to 2D. <laughs> um, and oh. and on, I'm not I'm not like super upset with that concept. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not mean, I'm not that upset with it. But uh, I I do think that uh, I mean we've already gone 3D. There's not a lot of going back. I was gonna say I don't think you'd sell as well to new customers at that point. I bl- I agree with that. That that's the issue. Yeah. You'll keep your old customers, but expanding into a new audience would be much more difficult mm-hmm. as a 2D game at this point. Yes. Yeah, which is which is I think the like the crux of the problem here, which is everyone that's commenting on this in a negative way, and by the way, they totally have a right to be upset and yes, to have feelings absolutely. about no, no. this. Yes, absolutely. For, like as long as you're not hurting everyone else, please be as upset and as loud as you want to be because you have a right to. Mm-hmm. But that said, everyone commenting on this is a Pokemon fan, a long time Pokemon fan, and we are not 100% of the audience they need to sell games to. I I would still argue that what we are is still a large chunk. Oh, absolutely, I, I but not one hundred percent. So I think I think everyone like sitting around on Twitter and saying this makes absolutely no sense for their business is at least in a tiny part wrong because like we we can't know what it's like to not be a Pokemon fan and consider buying a new Pokemon game. So I'm gonna flip side that for you. I okay. thought that's what the Let's Go franchise was for. Fair. Uh, because Fair. that's their argument when they're saying, hey, we want to make a game that's approachable for new players to come in and play Pokemon. We have a limited decks so that they don't feel like they have to catch 800 creatures. They only have to catch 151. And uh, that's and it, it's Let's it's Kanto. So, I mean, it's the first game that was successful and it will just continue to be successful like it was with Fire Red and Leaf Green. And I I so... I, I don't know, again, if it's just like a matter of priorities in great Game Freak, right? Um, are they mm-hmm. prioritizing these new fans a little too much, right? And That's they're thinking, very possible. We want, we want the game to be approachable to these new fans, even though you just said, hey, let's come out with a franchise or like another series that is intentionally for new fans. And I, I think that's where we start to get that disconnect. And I think... Oh, go ahead. 
I think, though, that Let's Go is for new fans, quote-unquote, in a slightly different way. Like, it's geared towards younger players, and it's geared towards people who played Red and Blue or watched the anime 20 years ago and then dropped the thing. I still think that's so, perfect, because you still, like, you can't dumb down everything, right? You, no, no, you no can, exactly. You, you, you can have Let's Go as that gateway drug, as we've described it several times on this show. Um, you can have it as a gateway drug that gets you to uh but then that gets you to sword and shield which is the quote-unquote uh ultimate pokemon experience um though i can't call that that right now because it has no national decks <laughs> exactly it's <laughs> but, not but then you have to think about like now that we're on the switch and people own a switch because like they're playing i don't know other games like think about people who play i don't know monster hunter once they see a Pokemon game with super cool graphics, high quality, and they think, you know, that's starting to look interesting. That's not like so cartoonish that I, I'm not interested in that. I, I, what, what I'm trying to say is there are so many considerations going into a business decision like this that I don't think most of the people talking their heads off on Twitter really have like the ability to say, I know exactly what is going on. Oh no, I would agree with that. I I would agree with that. I still think I don't know. I, I think it's a matter of Game Freak just not being aligned with the fans. Uh, we we were yeah. talking about this a bit offline, but I I think it's just a huge issue with Game Freak. I, I don't want to say they got into their own heads, um, and they've been kind of, they've been kind of pushing for this. Like Junichi Masuda has, it seems like for quite a while been really scared of new players not wanting to play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That he, is like, very true. He has been very scared of this, and you can see this all the way back in, like, 2013. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, with X and Y, I think the biggest thing is the experience share. You see that come in, and it's just like, well, people can play other games. Why would they play Pokemon? Let's make it easier for people to play Pokemon and enjoy it. And then, yeah, and, and then in Sun and Moon, you put in something that tells you where something is super effective because there are eight hundred Pokemon and people can't keep track of them unless they're us. Yeah, that that is absolutely true. And I mean, I I, I like that feature. I'm going to be completely honest. I like that feature, and I honestly think it's a really cool. If, if they would make a bigger deal of the Pokedex, I think that they could really hype on that a little bit, right? Because that that feature only have kicks in if you've seen that Pokemon once. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think. It's really, uh, it's really shown that like you're putting that data into your Pokedex, even if you just see it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would really, so I mean, this would be kind of clunky, but I'm sure a good game developer uh, could go ahead and integrate this into the game very well. And if we think about Pokemon Coliseum and XD, I know Whimsicott, you haven't played these, um, but yeah. in Pokemon uh, Coliseum and Pokemon XD, when you see a Shadow Pokemon, there's a small little sequence. Where your character like does like the scan with like their eye vi- visor or whatever, and they can mm-hmm. tell, oh hey, that's a shadow Pokemon. There's like that little like it's a little like five second thing. We could probably slow it down or speed it up a little bit. Where yeah, because we, five we, seconds we, every time you meet a new Pokemon would get old really fast, right? Um, and but like you do a thing, or maybe like you just have like a little Dex icon that pops up, right? And you can Ooh, tap it, yeah. you can tap it or click it, and it's just like, hey, you saw this Pokemon. Right? Yeah, and you can ignore it if you want. That that would be good. I think you could do something like... See, I'm fixing your game, Game Freak. Yeah, like a little um, dex and, alert when you're choosing your attack or something like that. 
Exactly. I think that would be really cool. So you could like pull it up and you could see that or make it more like Ash's anime, right? Um, I, I think you should be able to get the, I, I feel like if they want to make a big change in the decks other than removing all of the Pokemon from it, um, <laughs> you, you can go ahead and what you do is instead when you get the scene entry, the Pokemon still grayed out, but you still kind of get like the information for that Pokemon or at least a picture of the Pokemon, right? Without the mm. information instead of just like a grayed out black piece, you know what I mean? Ooh. Um, that way, maybe it's a picture of that Pokemon, but grayscaled. Let's say that. Um, and so imagine you this. get that so you can see that Pokemon. You could be like, I've seen that one before. I know it's typing because it's in the Pokedex. What if the Pokedex started keeping track of what moves a Pokemon can know too? Like just have that as an option on the screen where you're choosing attacks. You could go to Pokedex info and just list. Yeah, that would be really cool. I mean, yeah, I want a strategy guide in my Pokemon game. Yeah. That would be really I mean, fun. you could look it up anyway. So why not yeah, just have exactly. it right there in the game? Exactly. Uh, I, but yeah, I, so I think, I mean, let's, let's end it there. Um, and like not go too much where we're like in a circle where once cotton and I are just making points for one side versus the other. Um, I mean, I, I have it, one final think, thing that I yeah, would like to go, say. Go ahead. I, I mean, I have more directions I want to take this, but go ahead. Okay. Because I wanted to pull Liana the heck out of this. And yeah. so I'm going to do it right now. Apparently, they knew that dropping this would, like, break us. Because they did it very sneakily. That, but they that, still I don't did like it. that. Yeah. They still did it. And apparently, there are rumors that this was considered for Sun and Moon as well. Yeah. The, which is why Sun and Moon an doesn't interview. have a national Pokedex. I have one thing to say. Apparently, Sword and Shield are so amazing that they think... They can't afford to drop the national tax altogether and to not let us bring Whimsicott into Galar. I hope that's true. I mean, I hope it's true as well. Um, I would, I would, yeah, um, be, I'm very apprehensive only because of their track record, right? I, in, especially in terms of post game. Like, we've asked them about post game before when it comes to uh, Pokemon games and. They've always been... The, I, Junichi Masuda had the exact same answer that he has every single generation, by the way, um, <laughs> when they asked him about the post-game. And he said, he said, oh, we have stuff planned, right? But, but it's just another Battle Tower variant that we Yeah, and then it ends up being another Battle Tower, <laughs> Pokemon right? Pokemon Crystal. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, I, I want to believe them, but I don't know that I can, right? They just, they've, they've had a very poor track record, especially in like the past six years. And yeah, and as you were saying before, when they say, oh, people are going to enjoy this, it's become harder and harder to believe them in the last few years. Yeah, and th that's the big thing. Um, I, it, like, rose-colored glasses aside, like I, I think the rest of the games were fantastic, but the thing that really made it go forward for me and made me stick with the Pokemon franchise, honestly, I'm going to be complete, I'm going to be completely frank, is I, I think, I think a big part of it is that the continuity of the franchise. Um, being I think a, you're absolutely right, and that's, like, that's, that's the reason a huge that the, factor. that's the reason that like got me to ignore a lot of stuff, especially with this lack of post game. Because at least I have, I might have the lack of post game, but at least I can create my own post game. Exactly, the, the Pokemon themselves are the post game. And unfortunately, if they're going to be removing, let, let's say, let's say they remove like three hundred, four hundred Pokemon, <laughs> right? If they remove Ditto, yeah. Um, <laughs> But no. let's say they remove three, four hundred Pokemon from the current pool that we already know. I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty sad. I that, mean, uh, the, the other the thing Pokemon. it makes me it 
yeah, it also makes me worry about the future of the franchise, right? Mm-hmm. Because how am I supposed to trust? Like we 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 all freaked out about Wulu, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how am I gonna know that Wulu is gonna ever show up again? I right? I mean, apparently it's the new Charizard, so it is going to show up again. But God. if your favorite Pokemon is Whimsicott or Maractus, yeah. then maybe we have a problem. Yeah, I think there's I think there's a lot of Pokemon that are kind of in there that just aren't. I don't know. I, I'm worried that they're never going to see the light of day again. Um, I think this is a really weird thing to think as well, because for me, I was really excited um, to see every single Pokemon in HD. Finally, um, we like the Pokemon sprites are great from uh, from X and Y, but I was really excited to finally get that final push to seeing everything, you know, in HD, where I think is probably the maximum resolution you'll ever need in Pokemon models, by the way. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of future-proofed in and of itself, mm-hmm. um, is that if you make every Pokemon in HD, it's in HD forever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, you can go to 4K, but like, I don't think the resolution of 4K, um, and people will tell you this, for, the resolution jump to 4K um, isn't as impressive as the resolution jump from standard definition to HD. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing that is as impressive from what I've heard, and this is just because I'm like a techie and I go into some of these things, is you get that you get that resolution jump. Uh, when you get like the high dynamic range w- with colors and I, th- like maybe that's the next step like we had to sit there and like fix the color palettes forever <laughs> right I, please I mean, because they needed it from right Gen now 6. oh they, they've already <laughs> they need d- oh they've already done that by the way yeah um i will i will say that like if you look at a picture of Growlithe in sun and moon and the picture of Growlithe that we have from sword and shield there is a significant difference in the coloring. We have saturation again. Yay. <laughs> yes. Yay. Uh, it, it's fantastic. They, they did fix that. Like there are some, there are some silver linings here. Yeah. Um, so, so the way, the way I want to wrap this up is I kind of want to talk about like the potential ways forward. So uh, actually before that, I want to say it, it's okay for everybody to be disappointed or be okay with this decision. I, I think it's okay for everybody to feel however they feel. Um, I do want to say moving forward though, that everybody kind of needs to respect that people have feelings in general about this scenario. Um, like, obviously, yeah. Whimsicott and I have different feelings about this, right? Um, but I respect her feelings about it. I'm not going to be like, well, you're wrong, Whimsicott, and you need to defend it, right? Uh, I'm not going to say that. Um, we were doing that back and forth just to illustrate different points. Uh, exactly. And like, and, 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 like, that there's validity to both arguments. Um, but I know that a lot of people present company included are yeah. genuinely upset and i'm never gonna come and say your feelings on this are invalid and you need to stop exactly and i i think that's something that just needs to be uh that just needs to be heard and people need to realize that like that that's exactly. a really big thing um i i am all for people going out and if pokemon tweets something if you want to go and you want to comment on that hashtag bring back national decks i think you're well within your right I I, th- yeah. I I think you're well in your within your right. Uh, the thing that I'm not okay with is if somebody's doing that, is you going on that tweet and replying to their hashtag bring back national decks tweet. Why are you doing this? This is pointless. Or or replying to them, you guys are a bunch of crybabies and spoiled. You should just deal with what they're giving you. I mean, we're just giving customer feedback. Exactly. Some people are being a bit over the top with it well i I've but all, mostly I, I think using a hashtag is just customer feedback yeah and th- i mean this has been a crazy as thing long as too. you don't get nasty i i also want to put i want to kind of put aside like 
also that this is a this is a small group of people this is a minority of people i i, I would say yes maybe it's less than 50 percent of like the pokemon consumer base that that is saying this but i don't think it's something like five percent of the pokemon consumer base i think it's significantly larger than that um only because this is a this is a widespreading thing um so for example um yesterday i was with a lot of my a lot of my good friends in real life um and i do have like a lot of friends who play pokemon casually um and uh including ryan hi ryan (laughs) um and uh i was with him i was with them yesterday and the first thing they all talked to me about, they all went, so this National Dex thing, how do you feel about it? Because they know I do the show, right? And they know that I'm, I'm, way, I'm way deeper into the Pokemon franchise than they are. And they have all said, they were all like, I'm really concerned about this. I really do not like that this is happening. Granted, they're all the same age as me. And so like, we're probably all like ingrained in the Pokemon, the way Pokemon works because of that, right? Um, so one, it was, it was really nice for them because they're just like, wow, somebody who's really into the Pokemon community also feels a similar way where they're not happy about it. This makes them uncomfortable. Um, and so, but this was, this was like three, four people that like I see on a regular basis that we only talk about Pokemon casually. Like one of them, I, I only play Pokemon go with sometimes, uh, the rest of them, I like, they just, they're like, yeah, I enjoy the games. I play the games. I have fun with it. And so, like, this is just an anecdote. I, I know anecdotes are, like, horrible evidence to use in, like, a factual argument. But also, if you can get the entirety of the Pokemon subreddit to, like, explode like that, <laughs> with yeah. very few people on the flip side, uh, exactly. I, I think I think that you actually have a much larger thing on your hands. And, I mean, the other thing is um, the just the, the likes versus dislike ratio on the video where they revealed that. Ooh, I think is it like 17 to 54 right now? It was 17 to 55 the last time I checked, but that was like this morning, so it's probably a bit worse off now. But <laughs> uh it's uh I mean that's huge. I mean for uh for comparison's sake, let's take one of like the most hated announcements in Nintendo history. Um Metroid Prime Federation Force. <laughs> um like that was one of the most hated, most not wanted games of all time in like Nintendo history. That trailer is sitting at like ten thousand likes and like ninety four thousand dislikes. Okay, so we're we're like only like a factor of two off here in terms wow. of that ratio, and so that's uh that's pretty that's that's something big, especially for a franchise like Pokemon, because I we would all argue that these are the core of the Pokemon franchise as a whole, not just the games, but like Sword and Shield is the next main entry in the Pokemon franchise, which is kind of the driving force between a lot of their marketing. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's something that maybe is probably scaring them. Like, I assume they thought there was going to be back, backlash because they really snuck that in there, that announcement. Um, and they were trying mm-hmm. to mitigate the backlash and they probably did. Like, I want to be completely honest. They probably mitigated that backlash. By being sneaky, you mean? Yeah, by being sneaky. I, I think I think they absolutely... Because the biggest thing is, if you watch the initial likes versus dislikes on that video, there are a lot of people who watched the first 21 minutes of that of that treehouse and were like, man, this is really cool. This is really amazing. And they clicked the like I mean, button. Uh, and I mean, you're not wrong if you did that because it does look amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. It does look amazing. And I, that, that's that's what I think is the the biggest issue here is like this is like it tears me apart man uh is this but uh the the one thing i want to end this on like ways this can turn out and ways this goes forward 
because I think there's a couple interesting solutions here, and this is going to be a long segment again. We did the same thing last week, but it's fine. It's I, a big I thing. This is something that needs to be talked about. Um, but uh, I, I think one of the big things right now is that uh, let's let's see how this moves forward. Um, so one, Game Freak could just not acknowledge this or say, too bad, screw you guys. Um, and they just go forward. Um, and they just come up with it. At which point, uh, you either suck it up or you don't buy the game. You vote with your wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's how that goes from here. Um, I think, I think honestly, if I'm going to be completely honest, just with the history of Game Freak, um, this probably has the greatest chance of happening, uh, which is, which is kind of like a, a, a sad outlook. But let, let's go into the other like 50% of like things I think could happen that would make it okay for me. Um, so the first thing they could do is they go, okay, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to patch all the Pokemon in, uh, when Pokemon Home comes out, or let's say they come out with it in like Sword and Shield 2. Uh, and we go, cool. We fixed the mistake. Crisis averted. Um, I think, I think this is an, I, so I, I think this is a, an opportunity for them to do something different with the national decks and do it, um, in a very interesting way in which they can get more longevity out of their games. And this being, uh, first of all, they introduced the raid mechanic in an actual Pokemon game, which was actually being developed at the same time as the Pokemon Go raid mechanic, which is fascinating. Yeah, I which is fascinating, and I think that's fantastic because this is such a good opportunity for them to do exactly what the Pokemon Go raid mechanic does, which is it allows you to catch different Pokemon throughout, depending on the month, the time of year. Mm-hmm. And man, is this not a chance for them to just drop in old Pokemon from the national decks and periodically update it. They could take their time on the models, and like once a month we get 20, 30 new Pokemon in the national decks in raid battles. Yep, do that for the next year. Yeah, probably year because by then probably we'll get year. a new game well, with the rest of them. But it, I'm going to be really sad if they come out with a game next year, honestly. Unless it's like Sword and Shield 2 and it's fixing the national decks. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I'm going to be completely honest because I think Game Freak needs a break. They, they've never done four year annual releases in a row like this. Like They've never had four years in a row of games. And they must be tired. And it must be stretching them thin. Maybe they'll let Creatures Inc. do a game again. Maybe. 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 I'd be okay yeah, with cre- that. It's weird that Creatures Inc. didn't work on Sun and Moon. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm really confused by that. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just very confused. It would be really interesting to see Creatures Inc. though take the helm uh, and move forward. I think I think this is definitely a place though where they can expand. Like you can make that make this a living game. Something that I'm exciting for. Something similar to what happened in Sun and Moon with the Mega Stones. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And again, I think the Mega Stones are a way uh i think that's also a a uh, a good story and something that kind of give me gives me some hope that maybe they'll hear us because there was a far smaller outcry when sun and moon came out that some of the mega stones were missing and game freak made the decision to put them back in well that was a lot less work though. i i do agree with you because like the models and the data are there and they just needed to do very little to actually make it happen so I do you know, agree with that. But this is a much larger outcry than that one because I didn't even know that one <laughs> happened until recently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. I did not know that happened. I, I didn't realize uh, it either. Yeah. I found out about that later. And so I, I only found out about it now, like reading up on it, like reading up on things that Nintendo or Game Freak has done in the past in terms of listening to fans. And so that that's another thing that's happening. Um, that, that gives me hope. Uh, the other option is something that I threw up on Twitter the other day. 
on on my personal account at trainer thatch um shameless plug i guess i don't know um but I, this is this is where I post more like of my personal opinions versus something that I want puckle as a whole because I don't want to speak for like Whimsicott and Sigma and everybody else that's involved. I don't want to I don't want to like speak for them with that puckle account. So I have my own personal one and like I'll make puckle retweet it just so you guys know that I said it. Um, <laughs> but but the uh, the real big thing with the uh, with the puckle account or with that was I I was talking about Pokemon Home and how we don't really know a lot about it. Um, sure, it could be exactly what they said it is, and I think it's very likely that it is exactly what they said it is. It's just Pokemon Bank 2.0 with trading. And because, like, I've seen a lot of misinformation spread around where, like, people are like, well, it has mini games and da 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 da. I'm like, nobody knows this. It would be where nice are you getting if that your- was true. I- it would be great if that was true, right? Um, that, like, that would make a, a bitter situation less bitter. <laughs> um, mm. and so I, I think that's it. I, I would love that, but my my dream experience with Pokemon Home is not only do you have trading, because if you're already connecting with people, all you do is you shove in the battle system, right? You shove in the yeah. battle system, and you know what? You do Gen 5 sprites. You got you got most of these Pokemon done now, because you got 649 of those sprites. You just, you just rip those from black and white, you shove them in there. Black and white sprites are pretty dynamic Actually, uh, for sprites. You know what? Like, your phone already holds all of the Gen 6 models yeah. in Pokemon Go. Yeah. And it can run them just fine. Yeah. So, actually, you can even maybe have, like, a little system where you battle your Pokemon, like, with Gen 6 graphics or yeah. slightly simplified Gen 6 graphics. It's going to be able to handle it. I think you do it something like that, though. And you, do, you do it with Pokemon Home. And I think you've got a really good, you got a good winner on your hands. Right. Exactly. You, you found a way to make Pokemon have a quote unquote active role as Junichi Masuda put it in Pokemon Home, because I don't know what his active role is otherwise. Um, it, yeah. Because if you're saying active in terms of just uh, active in terms of like trading, I don't I, I don't buy that. I'm going to be completely That's honest. not active. That's not active. That's very passive. Um, it's just like, hey, let me trade you my one stamp for your stamp and we'll put, <laughs> yeah, it, we'll put exactly. it on our collection books and uh, a lot of people can say, well, you know, you have some Pokemon that are that are essentially just stamps. I mean, yes, unknown. I'm looking at you. It's fine. Cosmo. <laughs> um, but like, but at the same time, we're not just going to be missing unknown. There, There is going to be some significant Pokemon that is going to be missing from the Galar decks. Um, Whimsicott. Um, Garchomp. Whimsicott, Whimsicott. Maybe Garchomp. I wouldn't be surprised to not see Garchomp at this point because they introduced every other dragon pseudo legendary so far. Dragonite's missing too, I think, right now. Uh, <gasps> but he is, his uh, model is done from Let's Go. It's not as much work for a. I, so, as an aside, if all the Let's Go models make it into Sword and Shield, by the way, I feel very hopeful for them actually remedying the situation. Mm. Um, because that means they're just taking whatever models they have and they're trying to put as many in as they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's actually like a practical problem that they're trying to deal with, is what you're saying. Yeah, it, that would be a good sign for that. I mean,. Um, yeah, that would be a good sign. Um, I, I, but I think these are the ways that it goes from here. I mean, you have, you have a couple different routes. Um, uh, I, I fully encourage you to speak your mind on the issue. If you are one of the people that is made uncomfortable by this, um, and just I'm, do it nicely, <laughs> you do it nicely. Like there are people doing death threats to Junichi Masuda, um, and just writing horrible, horrible things. Do not do that. Um, like I, if somebody's just like, like even at nationals next week when we're when we're at um the inter- the North American International Tournament, um 
if we're if we're there and like I could totally see people being inappropriate and upset there. I could 100% absolutely see that. Um I also I also kind of want to go just to like talk to people and see how they feel about it in general just to see like just get a sense of like the actual Pokemon community, the people that actually go to these events feel. Um I that that's something I'd be interested to see. But yeah, that, that's kind of where I stand on it. Um, I, I, I don't be nice. It, you, you can be disappointed, but be nice about it. Yeah, that's kind of um, where I'm at can, with it. I'm disappointed can, yeah. in their decision, but hey, at the same time, maybe we'll get OU Jolteon, and th- is that really a bad thing? I mean, as a silver lining, the meta is going to be really cool. <laughs> uh, I, I'm really okay with the meta taking the shift. Yeah, yeah, that should be interesting to see how that plays out. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited for that. Although, although, like, for the first at least six months, if not forever, it's going to be very frustrating to say, oh, yeah, this team is just built, and now I just need to put this one Pokemon that fits perfect. Oh, wait. Yeah, right? I'm going to sit there, like, with just, like, the years of team building experience and be like, man, I can't wait to put Sableye on this team. Oh. That's fine. You have an impotent now. It's, like, the same <laughs> thing. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> It'll probably have prankster too. <laughs> well, let let me let me say something though. Uh if the Galardex does not have Landorus Therian in it, I'm gonna be a happy camper. Get rid of Landorus, Ashgrim. Flip Ninja, side, flip Medina. side. They have specifically only Landorus, and it would make us all upset. Uh- <laughs> that 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 would honestly be the one thing that makes me not buy the game day one. Yeah, lots of ice types so far. Yeah, that's true. Lots of ice types. Oh. Like Glaceon's well, that's because we, that's worst. because we saw like we we saw a uh, what is it called? Snowy. We saw just like an icy area. I yeah. feel like that's where we got most of those Pokemon from. Because we've seen Avalog so, walking around. Yeah, let's just like take that all with like a grain of salt. Still, I would say, but that, that's kind of where we. I want to end it here, just so we don't go on for like another hour. Uh, but I, I just want to, I want people to know, like, this is what's happening. This is how a lot of people feel on both sides of the equation. And here's why it might've happened. Here's why it needs to happen or doesn't need to happen. And I hope you can all just kind of take that and make an informed decision yourselves. Um, and just move forward and just be nice to each other. Like again, be disappointed, yell hashtag, bring back national decks ever on your social media account as much as you want. Uh, and like feel free to do that but just and on the flip side don't yell at those people like don't be mad at those people for being upset they're they fully in their right to say that this is something that they cherish in the game i think it is a big part of the pokemon franchise uh personally and i think like as one of those people maybe i'm somewhat biased but whimsicott's on the other side and she says i'm not so i'm okay and uh i i think it's just very important to be nice to those people who are disappointed and maybe just understand that and be like it sucks that this sucks for you and then you can go on buying the game yourself. It doesn't ma- it doesn't affect the person who says hashtag bring back national decks. On the flip side, if you're saying that and you see somebody who says I'm okay with it, don't yell at them and tell them not to buy the game. Exactly. I'm feeling okay about it. And as you heard, what I tried to do is try to make people who are upset about it feel slightly better by giving them some possible explanations. Like, that's my contribution to it. Exactly. And I just, I want everybody to just know that um, this is a big deal. I, like, I, I'm not going to lie. It's a big deal. Um, it's a big thing. It probably makes a lot of people want to quit playing, and they're full, they're fully within their right. Um, and, I mean, that's a great way to vote with your wallet. Maybe then we can make Pokemon have the National Dex again. But until then, like, 
we have to all just kind of calm down and be rational and be calm about it because the best kind of protest is like a very strong, uh, not fully emotion-based protest, I should say. Like, I, I don't want to say it's like, I don't want it to be an anger-fueled protest. No, exactly. Just use your voice in a polite way and it will go a long way. Yes. And before I say that five more times, let's wrap up the topic there and take a break and go into the Pokemon of the episode. Hey, everyone. If you want to help support the show, a great way to do so is by going to the Puckle Tee Public Store and buying one of the many designs. PuckleCon's coming up, so make sure you grab your PuckleCon t-shirt. If not, you could get some love at this uh, with the Team Snore shirt so you can get ready for Pokemon Sleep by wearing this awesome Snorlax design. It's actually really cute. That would be really good on a pillow, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, there's also Slowbro Surfing Company, which I think is also an amazing design. You can just go there, buy anything. I think the Prepare for Trouble Tournament logo is fantastic as well. So if you could just go over there, support the show, grab grab yourself a t-shirt, a tapestry, a tote bag. Tote bags are weird, but something that you get logos on. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have the phone cases because it doesn't look good. But you can do that tote, pillow, tapestry, notebook, so you can take your notes on it for school, for that summer those summer classes you're taking, or wear a tank top so that you can, you know, be be cool in the summertime. But yeah, there you guys go. Go check out the Puckle Tea Public Store. Help us out. All the money goes to helping the podcast and just getting us to do cool stuff. So without further ado, we are going to switch things over to the Pokemon of the episode. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome back This to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 057, Primeape, the pig monkey Pokemon. It's Pokemon Emerald Pokedex entry states, when it becomes furious, its blood circulation becomes more robust and its muscles are made stronger. But it also becomes much less intelligent. Don't let yourself be prime at full. So there's actually a thing about this in human psychology, by the way. Uh, where, like, your emotions are, like, on one half of your brain, and then your logic is on the other half. And it's a thing, like, if you're, if you're getting, like, really emotional, I forget which half it is, you, like, you just, like, start circling your arm on one side, because, uh, it forces the other side of the brain to activate, um, and it makes you, it makes you, it helps, it helps you logic through anger. Hmm. Um, do, I'm not that kind of doctor, but, uh, I would, I would say people go look into it, it might help out. I'm uh, not just, that kind of doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you're not on TV. Uh, well, not that, <laughs> but like, I'm not that kind of, like, I am, I am technically a doctor, quote unquote. Um, like, people, people do refer to me as doctor. Um, but <laughs> I'm not like one that does medicine or talks about brains. <laughs> but yeah, Primeape's pretty cool. He's actually not a bad Pokemon, and I'm really upset. I didn't realize he was in PU until today. He's not a bad Pokemon. He's just worse than Pissimian. Uh, that's that, yeah right <laughs> i mean base 65 hp is pretty bad but base 105 attack isn't bad and base 95 speed both of those are decent like that's that's our u material easy <laughs> if it wasn't outclassed by other things soon it will be you you material <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> uh and so if you slap a choice scarf on this guy he's just he's pretty unstoppable i mean that's primate uh and that that's exactly the team we have for you today um, so Choice Scarf Primeape with Defiant, so if you try to intimidate him or slow him down with Sticky Webs or something, it's just not gonna work. Is there a Sticky Webs user in PU? I'm sure Ariados is down there, maybe. Ariados is probably down there. You're exactly right. <laughs> and so, using your Ariados won't stop Primeape, let me tell you, uh, with that Choice Scarf, because 
Uh, with Defiant, he's still got 252 attack, 4 special defense, 252 speed. He's going to be running pretty fast anyway at 95 base. Uh, and he's uh, jolly, of course, because we want to take advantage of that 95 speed stat, which is a great speed tier to be in. Uh, and so close combat, U-turn, gunk shot, and stone edge are, are the moves we choose here, mostly because he gets all the coverage. Like mm-hmm. Primeape's not bad. I mean, he's he's a good Pokemon in that in that ex- in that regard. I'm really upset that he's in PU. I did not realize this until just now. I feel like he used to be an NU, but then Pasimian got Defiant and was more useful than than. Absolute Honestly, Prime. that's probably what happened. That's probably what happened because the Defiant thing's pretty recent too. That was in like the past month and a half. Yeah, I feel like they used to share like the same role, and you could switch between them as you felt necessary. And then Pasimian's just like, nah, it's a little better. So it, when you're running a primate, you want to be like, man, I really want to stop those psychic type attacks from coming in because, you know, PU's filled with those. Um, actually, it is. I think like Mesprit's down there. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, actually, that is a problem. So you, you bring in dark types like Absol. Uh, you, you throw on a Salic Berry. You, get, you bring him in with Justified. So if you try to knock off anything, he's just like he's having the time of his life. Um, and so, 252 attack, 4 speed, or 4 special defense, 252 speed, uh, jolly nature, knockoff substitute, swords dance, superpower, it sounds like an Absol to me. Uh, minus the, I think Absol gets access to play rough, doesn't it? Uh, I feel like it does. It, does. Yeah. it should get that. <laughs> it does, it absolutely does. Yeah, I mean, that might be a consideration to run, but I think down in PU, you're not too worried about running that. Uh, there aren't a lot of dragon types down there. I think there's Altaria. Let's go throw that out there. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Altaria is the only one. Maybe Dredigan? Maybe. I feel like Dredigan's a little better than that. He can set up rocks or something, I think. You say that. He has glare. Uh, <laughs> you say that. <laughs> he has but, glare. But from there, you're going to want to watch out for more fighting types. And so that brings us to our next member, who anybody else can pick up, because we didn't plan this one ahead. It's fine. I get it. I imagine you're talking about Haunter. I am. <laughs> now, Haunter is like, okay, yeah. It's going to catch a fighting type attack just because it's a ghost. But don't try to use it as a wall. It's not here to do that. It has a life orb. It has max HP, max speed, four special attack. And it has Sludgeway, Shadow Ball, Will-O-Wisp, and Substitute. It's also a haunter. Keep that in mind, please. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, literally, you breathe on it wrong, and it's gone. Yeah, please remember this is also a haunter. Uh. But Gengar's not in this something... tier. I think exactly. Hunter's got like base 95 speed too, I think. It's like stupid fast. Oh, yeah. But if, if you want something a little more solid, you got Quillfish with a Rocky Helmet and Intimidate. That is going to catch all physical attacks pretty fast. It's got a Timid Nature. This also has max HP and max speed and four defense. And it's going to set spikes for you, along with Toxic Spikes. And then it's going to taunt your opponent and Destiny Bond it into Oblivion. This is the most annoying Pokemon you've ever met. <laughs> I love. I keep forgetting that Quillfish gets Intimidate, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's the best ability that Quillfish could ever have. I mean, it has Swift Swim, too, so it's not horrible. It's just got terrible attacks and should have evolved mm-hmm. in Gen 4. But, oh well. It's okay. It's okay, Quillfish. We love you. Yeah, you... You do well for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I guess we'll go on to the la- or second to last member of the team, which is Camerupt with Leftovers. Solid rock ability with max HP, max special defense, extra points put in defense. Sassy nature. So we're getting all the spada. Attacks are mm-hmm. Protect, Lava Plume, Earthquake, and Stealth Rocks. So this is your Stealth Rock setter. 
You got Lava Plume to burn your physical attacking opponents, get a little chip damage on them. Earthquake is just a solid stab move on anything that can run it. So, yeah, it's a fun team. Yep. Well, there's still yeah. another person. We, to talk we about still have there. good old Sylvalai Water holding the water. I love that. It, I love this. <laughs> this is like straight out of Seth Vilo. <laughs> right. Uh, it's holding water memory because that's what it has to. No choice in ability. Max HP. Max special attack. Four spit up. Doesn't matter. Uh, zero attack IVs. Doesn't matter. It has parting shot, which is a great move. Defog. Get rid of those hazards. Surf. Stab. Solid. Thunderbolt, I'm sure that's for something in the tier. I don't play enough BU to know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's for Quillfish. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> it's for Quillfish. Quillfish Just is think about threat. it like that. Yes. You gotta take it out somehow so it can Destiny Bond you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's the team. It's not a bad team. I'm happy with that. It actually looks like kind of fun. I, I keep forgetting that you could run Haunter pretty effectively down there. Uh, yeah, this is great, though. Um, good times. If you want to get a shiny Prime Ape, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast and join the $5 tier or higher. We'll be giving away a shiny Prime Ape this week. Uh, all right. So that is going to be it for the Pokemon of the episode. If you need anything else, let us know. <laughs> uh, we're going to be shifting gears, though, to the mailbag. So let's kick it on over. for the mailbag send in your emails and welcome to the mailbag the mailbag as always is brought to you by the energy drink green toros the energy drink that gives you hooves hooves (laughs) that's that's the general energy (laughs) right now um and so welcome to the mailbag segment where we have you sending emails to us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com anybody can send them in uh last week we wanted to know what your thoughts of the direct were um, and we got a lot of emails post E3. Um, we are not going to get to those today, mostly because we had a really, really long topic. It's probably going to cut down to like 45 minutes, something like that. Um, and we don't want to like really get into those because there's like five, six, seven of those. And, uh, we'll probably read some of them next week instead, where we'll ask you guys what your thoughts are on the hashtag national Dex movement. And by next week, I mean the week after next, because next week's PuckleCon and we've got a special episode planned for that. So let's move forward then. And go ahead with, uh, go ahead with these plans. Uh, so our first email today, um, is going to be from Whimsicott, say his name because I don't want to horribly mispronounce it. Arturo. There we go. Perfect. Uh, go ahead, Whimsicott. Okay. Hi. Greetings from Mexico. I have to say I found your podcast by accident like two months ago and I always have a blast listening to you guys about everything Pokemon from then onwards. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I've been playing the game since Gen 1, so I've been through this roller coaster up to this point. But then those things aside, let's get to business. Do the feet. The Hans, sorry. Um, <laughs> the Pokemon Direct was amazing. It did make up for the news drought we experienced from the first trailer back in February. And I loved most of what they showed. However, what I did not like much is Dynamax. I know Game Freak wants to add something unique to the game, but somehow it feels odd to me. The mechanic feels a bit bland in comparison to Z-Moves or Mega Evolution. I do understand it is a 3-turn boost for your Pokémon, but after reading a bit of the information about it in the official website, I got concerned. It seems like, when Dynamaxing, the moves your Pokémon knows turn into Z-Move kind of variants. Which I fear it means there might not be Z-Crystals in Galar. Uh, that's been confirmed, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which is... 
which is understandable and stupid at the same time. They're bringing back Mega Evolution to guard, but not the crystals. No! Guess what? No, <laughs> they're not bringing either. As I said, I understand why. They belong to Alola. Galar has its own mechanic, but Mega Stones belong to Kaos too, and they brought them to Alola and now Galar. So why not add the crystals? Well, they actually went the other way with that, which is yeah. kind of upsetting, uh, but yeah. at least it's semi-coherent, I suppose. Yeah. Well, for a moment I thought that it might be for balancing reasons. Having Megas, Z-moves, and Dynamax may provide several issues to competitive battling. However, a good balance between all would be would just allow you to use either a Z-Crystal or Dynamax, but not both. That surely would provide a bit more strategy to competitive battling by selecting which gimmick you believe is way more useful to your team. Sadly, I don't think that might happen, since Game Freak will want to provide emphasis to Dynamax and let the Z-Crystals rest in Alola. Still, I have a slight sliver of hope of the crystals returning somewhere in the future, in case they are indeed not included in Sword of Shield, which is the case. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. There's a long road to walk until November. Indeed, my friend. Yes. <laughs> oh, is there? Yeah. On the other side, Dynamax is fun for Dynaraids. That is how I nicknamed them. I like that. Dino I like that rates. a lot, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it sounds like something out of Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a breath of fresh air regarding the cooperative play besides just training Pokemon. I know it's obvious from where Game Freak took the idea for Dino Raids. Regardless, it adds more fun to the game. And I do agree with you. I do see Game Freak adding patches for newer Pokemon to appear in Dino Raids, just like in Pokemon Go. And yes, let's hope they do something awesome for mythical Pokemon. I miss the days where you had to do a quest to obtain them. In Platinum, for example, Shaman had an awesome questline with the flower path and the small Professor Oak scene. Stuff like that made the point of having a mythical rewarding instead of just receiving a code and downloading said Pokemon. That, my friends, is boring and bland as heck. Finally, the legendary wolves. I love Zacian. It looks awesome, fierce and agile. I know many criticize the way it is holding the sword, but if you look at Zamazenta, it looks way worse. You're not wrong. I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was some sort of Solgaleo Redux. You're not wrong. And it's way obvious there's a third legendary, no surprise there, but if you look near the end of the trailer, you'd notice how the wolves look wary and defensive. Whatever is going towards them, it's really, really dangerous. P.S. I do believe there's something off with Leon. Yeah, yeah there is. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those, that's a little too good to be true. Right? Mm-hmm. About to end this whole man's career. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, our next email is going to be from uh, 10 Little Men. That's probably where we're going to end it today. All right. Greetings, Thatch, and his dynamic co-hosts. Ten Little Men has returned to ramble about the Pokemon Direct. I'll first note that this was written before E3, so if any big news reveals happened, I don't actually know them. Oh, the Stay innocence. there, Ten Little Men. Oh, the Stay there. It's a much happier place. <laughs> There's much to talk about, so I'll keep this as brief as possible. Every Pokemon revealed so far has an A-plus design, except for the questionably cool legendaries at IMO. So, I'm very optimistic for the future. (laughs) Even the human characters have fun designs, so I hope James Turner and his team can keep up the excellent work. The wild area is the stuff of my wildest dreams were made of, so I still don't really believe it's real. 
I'm pretty sure that the genius at Game Freak making the trailer actually included the Breath of the Wild theme when introducing the wild area, and that gave me chills. At this point, I'm just waiting to catch for the Catch-22 where the wild area is only available post-game or some other insane restriction to offset the greatness presented so far. Welcome and there to you June have 16. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, let's talk about the biggest discussion point, Dynamax. Frankly, I'm not a huge fan. Dynamax might be my favorite gimmick of the past couple year gens, but that's only because the bar was buried in the earth. I like Dynamax more than Megas because it doesn't disproportionately benefit already popular Pokemon. Cough! Charizard. Cough! And, although Dynamax is mechanically similar to Z-Moves, I prefer Dynamax's spectacle, and they brought us raid battles, so easy win there. 20 times, please ban Dynamax from competitive flip-flops. Ten little men shrank away. I don't know that I feel the same <laughs> way about Dynamax anymore. Like, I fully understand, like, what, what am I thinking of? Megas not being in Sword and Shield. I fully understand with Dynamax, because Dynamax does seem like a really good equalizer. Yeah. In terms of, like, mechanic like that, and they don't want to disproportionately, like, make Charizard even more popular and stuff like that, even though it's already more popular because it's already a starter that made it into Gala. Yeah, one, um, the only one we know so and, far. Yeah, which makes me really worried. And <laughs> uh, Like, if Litton makes it, if Litton makes it, I'm just going to be like, so that balancing thing you said is just not it's real. Gone. Um, what and, balance? Yeah, <laughs> your, ba- your balancing argument's just not real. And <laughs> so, so... There's that. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I think Dynamax ends up being like a really cool mechanic. Oh, yeah. Uh, so do we want to give the uh, give the Green Taurus badge to uh, Arturo? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I uh, would. Yeah, let's do it. Definitely. He's gotten it. So you can go to the Discord and you can ask somebody and we'll give it to you, man. Um, uh, other than that, if you want to email us next week letting us know how you feel about the hashtag bring back national decks movement. You can send that into PucklePodcast at gmail.com. If you want to keep up with us, check out our Discord server. Uh, even more, you can check out our social medias over at uh, over on Twitter, uh, at PucklePodcast. Uh, Twitch, you can watch me play that Nuzlocke or just come watch me do some battles over there. Uh, Twitch.tv slash ThePucklePodcast. You can find us on Instagram at PucklePodcast uh, and wherever else social media is sold. I think we're there at PucklePodcast. Um, check out the YouTube channel, which has been doing some cool stuff. We'll also be putting the Nuzlocke over there for those of you who miss it. So check out the, uh, uh, YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. We're getting pretty close to a thousand subscribers, so fingers crossed here, guys. Um, yeah, we can get there. That's like the next goal. And then finally, if you want to uh, help support the show, you could do so by going over to T Public at T, uh, the Puckle T Public store, which has a link in the show notes, where you can buy cool designs such as the Puckle Con shirt or just the Puckle logo. Uh, I just bought a hoodie for that. Um, I don't know why, because it's like 80 degrees outside, but I bought a hoodie for it. And so it, it's just a fun design and it helps support the show, anything you buy there. Uh, finally, if you want to, you can also, uh, what, what am I thinking of? You can also go to patreon.com slash puckle podcast and support the show more directly and get cool things like summer league badges. Um, so, or shiny Pokemon, whichever one you really want, honestly. So go over to, uh, puckle or patreon.com slash puckle podcast to help us there. Uh, but with that, uh, I'm trainer thatch. I am the fluffiest whimsy goat forever lost from the Gala region. Rest in peace. Sigma. Sigma? Sigma has been snapped. Oh no. And he's been Sigma, and here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. 
as always, we here at Puckle would like to thank our patrons who help us make everything possible. So thank you to Trevor, Greg, Figer, Juicebox, Duly Noted, Tendleman, Keegan, the fluffiest ones we caught, Shamu, Snag, Dexio, Christian, Kyle, Miguel, Apollo, Rotted Mushroom, Mr. Panda, Ryan, Seth Vilo, Wade, Marcus, King Kavik, Alolan Dirks, Tank, Samuel, Claude Nine, Bodtech, Beauty and the Geek, Swamp Rattata, Tori Harrington, Steve R. Sigma, Doc McStuffles, Josh the Golden Klefki, Angelic Forest, The British Gent, Trevor, Mark, TJ, Doc Knox, Dennis, Echo, Jonathan, Disco Calypso, Michael, Taylor, Colt, Maxi, Shambles, Tim, Andrew, Old Man Tup, David, Dark Shaggy, Chris, Aaron, Jeremy, Louise, Franco, Justin, Locke, Jordan, Jonathan, Graham, Greg, Alec, Mikey, Cuppy, Ozzy, Josh Ray, Halfwell Reviews, Sparky, Coop, Jordan, Nick, Dylan, Huitku, Shira, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Kevin, Orange Avenger, Thomas, Curtis, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Asgurus, uh, Joseph, Traby, Cordell, Julia, Alex, and The Real EV. Thank you to all of you guys for supporting the show, helping us make an awesome Pokemon community. And we will be recording the next Puckle Live next week. So catch you guys on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.